Welcome to the Next Level American Dream podcast, brought to you by Thompson Multifamily Group. Your hosts, Abigail and Sean, will discuss how you can take your American dream to the next level through real estate investing, business practices, and personal development. Join us as we share our experiences as a father-daughter duo who are trying to accomplish their goal of financial freedom. We hope you learn more about how to define and achieve your American dream. Here's another episode of Next Level American Dream. Today on Next Level American Dream, Sean talks to Vic Thompson. Vic is a graduate of the United States Air Force Academy where he played Division I football, served six years in the Air Force as an officer, earned his MBA from the University of Southern California, and went on to work a corporate job before becoming a real estate entrepreneur with his longtime friends and now business partners, Travis and Sam. Today, they talk about his journey, the ups and downs, and what's next. If you want to learn more about multifamily investing, check out thompsonmultifamilygroup.com. Hi, Vic. Uh, welcome to Next Level American Dream. How are you doing? Uh, thanks for having me. I'm doing great, Sean. Great to see you. Good. I'm really glad you came on. You know, you work with a, a couple of partners too. I guess you've got a third partner now, but hopefully we'll get the guys on to talk to us as well. And then we'll have all you guys come back and talk about your collective story. But today we want to talk to you about, about your story as an entrepreneur and, and you know, living out your American dream. Tell uh, everybody a little bit about kind of where you're, you're coming from, your background a little bit. Yeah, sure. So I'm originally from California. I went off to undergrad at the Air Force Academy and then did some time as a military officer in Texas, deployed and out in California. After that, I went back and did the full-time MBA at USC, took my, jumped into the corporate world as I separated from the military, worked a little bit for Fortune 500 companies, ended up getting to a sales gig. And then that's kind of when I, you know, was talking to my partners and we decided to come over to the real estate, to, to do real estate full-time uh, through Mike Hambright and Stinson. We got into the mastermind. I think that's where we met you as well. And, uh, you know, we were still working full-time when we started and we've came together. We've now all quit our jobs and we do this thing 100% full-time. And I'll pause right there for just my background. I know we can get, we'll dive deeper into it as we get into the conversation, if that's okay. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So, mm-hmm. You, you've got, uh, so you've got college, you've got military, you've got corporate background. What do you think of those things kind of steered you towards making the decision that you needed to be uh, more independent, more, more entrepreneurial? Yeah, that's a great question, Sean. I, I think a couple of things that happened that led to that. I had a chance in between my junior and senior year to go to an intro to Harvard's MBA program. And forever, I wanted to be a fighter pilot straight up. And then I started learning about, oh, there's not, it's not just poking holes in the sky. You know, there's a lot more to this life and and business. And I was a business um, major and I got into that and I said, oh, if I don't stay in the military, I'm definitely going to come back and do the MBA thing. And that kind of opened my whole eyes to really, you know, business and like, you know, you're going to spend so much time working. Like you want to make sure how you make money and provide like that you're doing something you want. So at that point I kind of became a want, a want to be, I'll say business owner or entrepreneur, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So by going through my time in the military and then going back and doing the MBA, I just got a chance to try a lot of things, but I still could never, you know, look, no one, when you're an entrepreneur, you just go and do it right? You know, you're, you stop going to school and you start doing, I kept going to school because that was my path of like, okay, I don't like this. or I do like this. And then at some point 
I was down in Orange County. I had a great corporate job, but I was sitting there renting um, my property. I didn't own any property. And there's kind of this time in your life where real estate kind of comes in. And that's when I was talking to Sam and Travis and my partners, and we were going to buy, you know, we we're going to just buy a rental property. Like let's all buy one and be landlords together. And that's when we kind of met Mike and some other mentors and they're like, man, you guys, you know, you can maybe do this full time. There's a real, you know, there's a real path here to being an entrepreneur through real estate. And it became, and it, and it just clicked. One other, I think noteworthy piece of information for the podcast at that time, one of our best friends, we were at this wristband, uh, Carson, 30 years old, passed away from cancer. So there was at that point, it kind of like came together. Like I saw the real estate opportunity and a significant emotional event happened where I said, Hey man, I think this is what it is. And now is the time to jump. And if I don't jump, I'm going to regret, I'm going to regret it. And I had that knowledge at the time to be like, okay, let's go for it. And man, we haven't looked back since. Yeah. So you were just kind of working. You, you'd gone, you'd gone to the military, you'd gone to college, gone to the military and then come back to college and you were in corporate life mm-hmm. and you were just kind of working, trying to discover that niche that you were looking for this whole time. You, you knew all along that you wanted to branch out and be an entrepreneur on your own. Yeah. You just yeah. didn't know what, what sort of vertical or, or silo of business you were going to go yeah. into. And then uh, just uh, sort of as a fluke, you guys wanted to do like a side hustle as real estate and, and do a rental yeah. property, right? Is that what Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, you were kind of thinking just let's let's try want try a rent house, but it ended up becoming this this whole new path for you, huh? One hundred. That was one. That's one hundred percent right. And it, as as I just call it being a wannabe entrepreneur, like I I was trying. You know, I was giving out a lot of effort. Right. I was ready to do stuff. I was ready to commit. But I was I am proud of myself for not to really like trusting that process of trying stuff until you find. Because I'm sure you know too, right? Even doing this there's a point where it just feels it's aligned, right? It's not hard to wake up every day and come. You just like, Oh, this is what I do. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And that, and I, and I feel like I've been a little, I won't say pretender, but all the other roles I've had, it wasn't ever 100% me. This is a hundred percent me. Yeah. I, I always knew I wanted to do something and I always knew that real estate was kind of the, my favorite thing. I I knew real estate was the, the path I wanted to be on. My problem was always I couldn't figure out how to make it a business, right? I, I could I knew how to buy a house, fix a house, sell a house, but I didn't know how to make it a business. So it took me about ten years to kind of figure out how to get that to become my business. And then once I did, that was it. I that's what I wanted to do. But I was I was a wannabe, like you said, wannabe real estate investor for fifteen years before I actually <laughs> made it made it a reality in my life. So I know I know exactly what you mean. And there's so tell tell me a little bit. Uh, so I think a lot of people that listen to the show are considering becoming investors or entrepreneurs. You know, a lot of people work in corporate America. And I like to talk to people about their transition point, right? Because that's really kind of the hardest part. Mm -hmm. You know, wanting or, you know, having the desire to to be on your own and be an entrepreneur, uh, a lot of people have that. But making that switch and making that transition, it's complicated, right? You have to make sure you're secure. You have to make sure all these things are lining up for you. Talk mm-hmm. about, because I know all you guys, like you said, it started as a side hustle. And I know all you guys kind of trickled into the business pretty rapidly, yeah. but you still did kind of a trickle plan, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about your transition from corporate life to where you are now. Yeah. So one disclaimer, just for me personally, is I'm still a solo guy. So I'm not married and I don't have any kids. And that's a, you know, that's a huge determining factor. It can be. So I just 
you know, don't want anyone to think, I want people to know that yeah. uh, first and foremost. So when we were transitioning in my corporate job, in, coming in an MBA, being a you know high potential, like I had a lot of autonomy. So when we started, Sam was living in Athens, Georgia, one of our partners, and we felt like that was the best market the lowest barriers right and he was the most tied to that area his family's there etc so travis and i we <laughs> worked with our jobs to basically relocate so now we're all under one roof and you know bless sam's wife's heart jackie and their three dogs they let us come into the house to launch the business and we're 30 something at this age at this time so you know that's that's also non-traditional but i'll say you know going and living your American dream or going to get that, it's not a traditional path. It's not always linear. So those were kind of some early hurdles to, to, for us to be successful. We had to make those sacrifices. And look, I'll tell you, being a Californian, it's tough to move from LA, SoCal, Orange County to Athens, Georgia, no disrespect, go dogs. So that was kind of the first hurdle. Then the next thing on the transition was, you know, as you build the business, right, there's just this natural uncomfortable conflict where you know I had a great you know corporate job and I was I needed to be they counted on me so I had to do it's like I could it's not I couldn't just not work anymore so trying to learn how do I start a side hustle and you know in this real estate game when you start marketing the phone starts ringing and someone's got to answer it right so luckily Travis was the first one out of his job full-time there's a story behind that i'll let him tell it but we got a free we got a full-time head and sam and i were trying to figure out how do we part-time do this and there's just challenges there but i'll fast forward a little bit is there's a point where the business in order to do to grow the business or get to the next milestone you it's very clear and you'll know what that feels like and that is the point where you have to jump and either back way down on the job or quit or leave that job. So I think those are the, the couple things is there's the initial like, okay, we're going to get started with this side hustle or this transition. And then there's a point of growth where it's like, now is your time to jump. And I know specifically when that was for me, and I can talk about my partners, but you know, not to go on too long, I'll, I'll just answer your questions to maybe if you want to probe into that. Well, yeah, let's do that. So one of the things I want to talk to you about and, and elaborate more on that question is what did you specifically uh, due to prepare, did you have to, did you have to get your finances in line or did you make sure you had this much cash in the bank? Did you, yeah. I mean, some of the technical issues, did, did you, did you have to, did you have to kind of get a comfort level of where you were to feel good about making that final, that final transition to hundred percent, right? Because you were going 70, 30, right? 70, 30, you're mm-hmm. still corporate job, 30% side hustle, mm-hmm. right? And so when you had to go 100%, was there any special things that you're like, I, I, I want to make sure I've got these things lined up in your life? Yeah, yes and no. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be very untraditional, my role, but I'm going to share it anyways. So did you just, you just kind of jumped in, I guess, because you got, I, I mean, I, 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 I can't okay. tell you how many times I jumped in because the, the, the hardest thing for me was deciding to, okay, I'm going to move to Georgia and we're going to start this on the side. Like that was a huge, that's a way bigger commitment than I even knew at the time. Right. Cause I had that top cover with the job yeah. and I'm getting paid, you know, California salary in Georgia, which they're not the same. Right. So I, I felt like I had a top cover there financially and I'll, we'll just talk to the financials. Cause I think that is a big hurdle for most people. So, you know, in my, uh, early role, I was putting a lot of my money into the business. So by the time it was time to jump, you know, 
the partners and I, I, we'd made financial commitments. And, you know, when you invest in your business, you know, it's going to make a return, but you don't know when you're going to see that back. Right. But by the time it came time to jump, all my money was in the business, but I wasn't in the business. So I said, uh, okay, that's the next hurdle. And I, like I said, without having a partner or kids, it was easier for me to jump. And the other key disclaimer is I don't just have partners. It is a brotherhood. Okay. We yeah. put everything on the line. If you look at how you're supposed to start a business and do all these things, we did not follow that. The owner, the operating agreement was, you know, whatever it was, there was handshake deals and we had all those belly button to belly button conversations in the first two years because it was stressful. It was really stressful on the relationship, but we made it through. You know, we could have packed up and went home a couple times at least, but we had really risked it all. And we said, we're going to become so tight through this if we make it that all of the rest of the stuff is going to be easy. So the biggest risk were I risked, these are really close friends at first. And I put that relationship on the line, which was risky. I put pretty much all of my money into the business that I could. When you talk about backup money, there's some retirement stuff that was, you know, locked up. It wasn't liquid, but until I, you know, when I got real comfortable is when I started, we started seeing the money come in like years two and three, like we couldn't, we didn't have it yet, but we're like, Oh, we know what we're doing. If we can just figure out how to do this consistently, the money will come. And I think as that started to happen, that's when I got, I guess a lot more confident. I was never like, there was never no risk, but I was like, okay, we're actually generating revenue. So it's like, in order to generate revenue, you have to put in time, right? If you don't put in any time, revenue is not coming. But if you put in time, it's like, whoa, it comes back like that. So those are the, the big things there is making, deciding on committing to starting the business, making the move, committing the funds, and then committing the time once you figure out how to make the money. Yeah. So it's, it sounds like you kind of really got your, your side hustle to a point where you were really confident that if you just gave it the er energy that it needed, yep, uh, you'd already made a financial commitment to it. And if you just gave it the energy it needed, that it was going to take off because you, you could kind of see that was happening. So yeah. for you, it, it was mostly, it wasn't about preparing your personal life necessarily. It was more about preparing your future side hustle to become a real business Mm -hmm. and and being comfortable in, in that transition is is that right yes yeah, and okay. one other piece i think is fair to add is so travis went back and got a job so we're all working part-time right and trying to figure this out so it's a lot of hot potato hey sean can you take this day hey, vic can you take this day? yeah and then uh we went on an awesome uh summer trip and and sam had been working his tail off for like you know he hasn't been on vacation for like seven eight years and we went on an awesome two-week vacation out in greece and came back and he's like, Hey man, I'm ready to punch. If you guys can, you know, lock the salary up for me for six months, I'll do it. I'll be the first to go. So I saw him, you know, my best friend and brother, Sam put everything on the line, right. And leave his job. We had to pay, you know, uh, his salary. We had to make sure we could do that. And we did that for six to nine months before it was, you know, kind of my turn to do it. So I had seen someone else do it was another, I was, you know, front row seat to seeing Sam do it. And, you know, him one taking the risk and two us helping him and the business kind of get to the next phase. I was way confident in the risk that I was about to take because I had seen, you know, a peer do the same thing. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, a lot of people don't have partnerships like you have, you know, you guys have a unique relationship and that's, it's a, uh, I think that's a special thing and, and, and that's allowed all of you guys to kind of achieve your dream, right? So 
a lot of people don't have, they're, they're not lucky that way, but I think that lesson of, you know, getting your side hustle, putting the effort into getting your side hustle going as well as you can be so that, you know, when you do make the transition, it's ready to go. Yeah. That, you know, that can kind of smooth that path out. I think that's good advice there. Just one thing on the partnership, like we're lucky and unique because we kind of all met at this time in undergrad and, you know, joined this fraternity of, military and football and we've just known each other for so long and we've already done all the blood sweat and tears where most relationships are maybe a little bit more transactional but what i'm saying about in 2020 is if you have that opportunity to have a really close relationship with someone like just make sure that you you explore that is what would be my message you know is i think people have opportunity more than they know but are you doing the work to say, Hey, me and Sean, you know, we're going to go from being friends to being partners or being, you know, brothers. Like it, it's available to you too, but it's an effort is what I'll say about that. Yeah. Well, let's talk about sort of some of the things that, that prepared you for real estate and then, and then kind of why you, you guys, I guess you kind of accidentally chose real estate really. How, how did, how did the, the, the topic of uh, let's get a rent house kind of come up with you everybody? Yep. So we we're just talking, you know, just catching up like, Hey man, what are you doing? Or like, what's going on in your business? What's going on in your personal life? And like real estate, just kind of investing is like, I'll just throw it in that category. Like, what do you invest in? And it's like, Oh, I do a little bit of this. And then it's like, what about real estate? And we had kind of like stumbled onto bigger pockets, which, you know, they just yeah, do a great yeah. job for newbies. And we're like, Oh man, like, yo, we could be like millionaires if we did this, right? Because that's the initial thinking. It's not all about that, but that's how it kind of starts. And we were talking and uh, Sam's like, there's this house here in Georgia. I think it could be good if we all kind of kick in like 5K, you know, we could get into that. And then we were going to do that deal. And then another academy grad, we, we know, look, the good thing about having a network is you can ask people, hey, Sean, is this a good idea or a bad idea? So we talked to one of our buddies and we said, hey man, what do you think about us doing this deal? He's like, it's dumb basically you should contact this guy named mike hambright he's doing he's starting this program where if you want to quit your job and do real estate full-time to be honest it sounded gimmicky right it's like right. one of those almost infomercials but we checked him out and the deal was he was going to do a free like i don't know anything about real estate to up and running starting a real estate business in like seven weeks and he was going to do it free for military veterans so that kind of made it more legit to us. Like you don't do, do free stuff for veterans if you're, you know, if you're trying to dupe somebody right. before he went and took that commercial. So we got introduced to Mike Hambright and Stinson and we applied and I think I was just visiting Sam to like look at the property. And by the time I got back, we were like picked to interview. Then we interviewed and it happened so quick, Sean. I mean, we were in the program doing the online training and like in seven weeks we were running marketing and Sam and Sam's like, you and Travis got to come out to Georgia, like to have to do this now. Yeah. So it happened so quick. And you know, I, I don't know how much the, your audience knows about Mike Hambright, but I would say he's probably leading one of the, you know, he's leading one of the biggest, most successful masterminds. And that's what four years ago now, happily a part of that. And but that's how it got rolling. And once you get in with the mastermind and the people that are doing stuff, I mean, it's just kind of like a rocket ship. I know it didn't go like that at first, but once we, we've, I feel like when we started, we've had support, like awesome support from day one, as well as the partnership. And that's really allowed us to grow and flourish. Yeah. So it sounds like you guys just got, man, that's, that's, it sounds like you got lucky 
very quickly. Mm-hmm. One day you're talking about a rent house that's no good. Next day you're like in business because you connected with the right person, right? So just a little background. So Mike, Mike has uh, trained thousands of people on how to buy houses, thousands of houses. He's a good friend of mine. And it is, it's, it's, how, it's how we met. I don't think you were at the first mastermind that I went to. I think it was just Travis and Sam that I met initially. And I remember, I remember Travis was there and he was asking a question uh, about a follow-up process, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, no one was answering his question. So I was just like, well, I, I just wrote it down. Everybody was kind of giving these general answers. I said, well, here's mine, you know, and I just wrote it down and handed it to him. And I think from that day on, he was like, that's a cool guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he helped me out. So we've, we've like uh, I've been friends with, with uh, him and Sam for, for the whole time. And, and you and I met a little, uh, maybe a year or uh, you're so later at, at a few, yeah. uh, investor fuel meeting too. Yeah. So. And just uh, yeah, on that I, point, I know we didn't meet initially, but I remember you very clearly writing us like, you know, Mike sets up like, Hey, write Thank you notes and just write notes to other people in the group. And I remember you handing us one, two things happened. I said, that handwriting is really nice. And that was really kind. I don't even know this guy yet. And he's like one of our biggest fans. So I was just like, caught up to to the relationship really quick and you know we've been fans of yours ever since yeah i always i always love people that are that are that are that are hustling right that are hustling uh, hustling to achieve their american dream and, and you guys you guys are amazing guys you know you're you're i can you can just sense the 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 camaraderie and the fellowship you guys have and and just you guys being friends and stuff it's kind of there's an energy to the group and there's an energy to each one of you guys i think you know, it's, you guys inspire someone to, to, to want to help you guys out anyway, and be, be, to be around you guys too. So anyway, enough of that. But so we, what were we talking about? <laughs> Real estate, right? Yeah. So you guys really fast-tracked with Mike's program. That sounds like that was the best thing. It was, and it was an awesome thing. You know, Mike has, a, Mike has a, an approach to real estate that is business approach, right? It's not, uh, you know, a lot of people sell, they, they pitch these gimmicky things where, you know, how to, how to be a wholesaler, no money, no, you know, you know, yeah. no investment, no, you don't even have to work in the business. You, you just get rich, you know, and it, that, that's mm-hmm. all not, not true. Yeah. So Mike has a very business approach to things. Mm-hmm. So you guys started to implement his plan yeah. and the business just kind of took off. Yeah. So we, and, and Mike will tell you all kinds of stories. When we went to our first mastermind with him, we had just, signed up for direct marketing direct mail because we're trying to figure out how much do we have to budget and we literally because you don't know these things we signed up for it and all the mail sent out it didn't it wasn't broken up to send out in chunks throughout the month all of it sent and guess what we were at the mastermind when it hit and that was our first story to Mike Hambright. It was like, hey, what are you guys doing? It's like, well, check out this mistake that we just did. So yeah. we sent out all our marketing, and then we went to a two- or three-day mastermind, okay? <laughs> so we were not doing, Mike, I think you can argue we were not doing what was said. And, you know, Mike's program was really geared around wholesaling. And what you don't know about that is wholesaling is challenging at the beginning because, one, you have to be getting the deals deep enough right? So you can actually wholesale them. And then you have to have a buyer's list of people to sell to. So what we were finding in the market we were in, it was not a great wholesale market. I mean, even now when we do deals there, it's, you know, five, seven grand, something like that. But what we ended up doing instead of doing the wholesale setup, we just started buying rentals because the area was uh, progressing nicely. But then we used up all our capital and bought a bunch of rentals and all of our money's tied up in equity with real terrible cash flow. Right. So that was our main mistake is, and again, usually in your mistakes is when you learn the most is 
we learned Mike's program that we didn't do it. So we spent the next year learning how to actually unwind all that trash that we did and then moving more into the wholesale and, and flipping successfully business. And we did that. It, we just did it on our timeline and we just joke because every time we go to mastermind, we're like, here's a great example of how not to do what Mike is telling you guys to do. And you know, with, with some time we, we sorted it out. Yeah. I think with, I think he starts everybody in the wholesaling bucket because that helps you kind of get some velocity on your, on yes. your pipeline. Yep. It helps you, it helps you get some cash flow going. Yeah. And then you can start taking advantage of the the more capital rich right. strategies yeah. with it, with investing, you know, the, yes. the fix and flips, which takes more capital and then the rental properties, which takes, you know, even more capital in yes. more cases. So, yeah. So you guys, you, you guys jumped to step three when you should have been, <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's good. Just, that's how it goes though. Um, yeah. But what I will say about that is back to the American dream. If you believe that you have the right people, you're going to accomplish it and you're willing to do the work, you can, you can get out of jams. It's just like hitting the shot in the sand when you play golf, you know, you're not, it's not over. You can get up and down. You right, can get exactly. up and down. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. You know, the, the, the podcast is next level American dream, right? So I, I like to have people on that, that are, that are shooting for their American dream or working on their American dream. Yeah. And you guys are definitely doing that specifically you. So tell me a little bit about what does the American dream kind of look like for you in your life? And what, is, yeah. what, what do you think that that is for you? Yeah. And then I always like to ask too, uh, are there a couple of things that you think you do that, that may help somebody else that kind of helps you level up your American dream? Mm, well said. So yeah, just on definition terms, I don't know in this world, you look like you said earlier, the nine to five, you know, American dream, I think has sailed. I think there's maybe still that for some people, but now it's like, are you living the lifestyle you want? Are you living the lifestyle you want? And that's right. kind of how I think of my, our American dream or mine specifically is like, Hey, when I look at a week, did I get to do everything that I wanted to do? And that real estate being a full-time real estate investor allows that, right? I'm doing deals. I, we enjoy what we do. You know, our job is to provide safe, clean and affordable housing for other people make our investors money and do whatever it takes to grow our partnership. And that's, that's my American dream and I'm living that. So the thing that I think makes that dream worthy is I have complete autonomy in my schedule. I can live wherever I want. You know, I'm going to do deals where it makes sense, but I'm probably going to live in California. And, and that's, and, and, you know, to be able to do all those things, to see, to help a seller out, to help a buyer get in their first house. I mean, it's a, there's an invisible check as Stinson would say, there's a, there's a hit of fulfillment that comes your way. Right. You know, when you write a check for your investors and you know, they'll start out as friends and family and that that's a fulfillment pop. You know, when you get, Oh, we write our own checks. I'm not, I'm not dependent on any company government. We make all of our own money. And then to have this partnership, I work with my best friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At a job, you just work with people, you know, no disrespect, but it's like, I don't, I don't go over to their house, take my shoes off and eat dinner with them, you know? So when it comes to the, you know, so I would say, I think that answers the first part of that question. Like that's, that's my current American dream. I think, you know, how can we help other people with that? Well, one, I think, you know, what I'm realizing is by sharing our story, you know, kind of like we're doing today is, you kind of 
for other people that want that because not everyone wants you know this life right or like their american dream is like you may say you want it but it's very easy to, to tell over time by the behavior and i think one thing that we're moving towards is is trying to be a lighthouse is hey hey if if you want to pursue that american dream but you don't know what it is yet like here's an example like we'll share we'll share what we're doing i, I don't think anyone has it figured out but to be able to do all the things that I mentioned that I wanted to do. I think now it's time to share that story a little bit more intimately. And, you know, we have our meetup too, that we have, you know, newbie investors, real successful investors, you know, we're small, but mighty, but I've seen people come in off the street, never did a deal. And they come back to the next meeting and they've done a deal and now they see their path, right? It is a matter of time, or, or even they say, oh, I don't like this. I'm going to go, I, I'm really excited about biochemistry and, and plants. I'm going to go do something with that. So I think when you are living your American dream, other people, you can motivate other people to find out what theirs is. I know when we got our fourth partner, Hunter, is I remember he's in the military and I'm sitting there in the car with him. And I'm saying, I don't care what you do. I don't care if it's real estate. I just want to make sure that you do what you want to do. And what ended up happening there, funny story, he called me about a month later. He's like, I dropped my paperwork to separate or move into the reserve. And then he moved up from Florida to Athens, Georgia and joined the team like that. Yeah. So, and now he gets to skip all of the mistakes we made, come right into a pretty partnership, right? We don't let anyone mess with him. He leads our acquisition team, right? So that's all he does is get contracts and we make all that we handle all the other problems. So I think, you know, being able to help that person, uh, one of a close friend and, and another brother, put him on a path to partnership is, is super fulfilling. But now seeing it hit other people that are maybe outside of our business and they're like, man, we want to work with you guys more. We have questions and, and, and it's our pleasure to answer those and help now. Yeah. So you're, you're essentially living your American dream. So, 100%. It's it's about the freedom that you have, uh, the 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 partners that you have around you, the friends, the friends and relationships you have around you, the 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 control of 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 your just the, the life that you're living, and you've kind of you've kind of engineered a lifestyle that that you that you dreamt about, right, I guess, is or that you're dreaming about every day, right? So you're you're able to 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 do those things in, in your life that you want to do to make it fulfilling for yourself, right? Yes, that's, your, one, that's your American one, dream. One caveat on that, when you start living the American dream, I don't think you even know how good it can be. Yeah. Right? Cause I thought like, okay, I'm going to like move to Georgia and I'm going to have to slog it there. And you know, and we did, I did that for three years, but now I'm like, Oh wait, I can live wherever I want. And right. it's like, Oh wait, we can, our, we can add, like if you went to the Academy and I know you and, or I just know that pedigree, like we can find a spot for you and all these other things. It's like, you can help people. I, that's why I said I never, I knew there would be fulfillment in doing this kind of work, but I didn't know it would feel like this Yeah, and open up so many opportunities. So you're really enjoying now sharing those experiences with other people and trying to help them do what you've uh, been able to accomplish. That's, that's kind of what you're, you're, you're yeah. liking about that part now. Well, I just know I'm a better person to everyone in my sphere when I'm like living the life I want. And look, I, I know some people might be in a tough spot or unhappy with some things and that's fine. But I would say a lot of that is due to like, are you doing what you really want to do? And as soon as you start learning that, you're like a better person. 
And I know that's a little bit woo, but like, you know, you've seen people in good spots and bad spots. It's just better for the environment when people are doing what they want to do. Yeah. So what are a couple of things that, that kind of helped you level up your, your, your life today? I mean, are you doing, are you reading your, any specific books? Are you, are you, are you, do you have a lifestyle plan? Are you, are you working on physical fitness or any of those things that, that you've kind of, yeah. at some point in your business, I've, I've done the same thing recently. And, and um, yeah. when I first started my business, I just kind of neglected my health, you know, in the last couple of years, I said to myself, look, I can't, this can't, I can't yeah. allow this to happen anymore, you know? So I've, I've focused on, you know, uh, healthy lifestyle as much as I can. I'm still, I still struggle with sleep and diet. Those are my two like cr- yeah, problems for me, but for sure. are you doing anything like that? That's sort of a, that you would say, Hey, you've got to try this. It'll help you be better with your business or, or help you kind of cl- get clarity on your dreams or anything like that. Yeah. So 100%, I would say I'm like right in the middle of like, if I was saying like, if my plan, like my, am I actually working my exact plan? Kind of. You know, I'd be honest, the first couple of milestones were, hey, start a business with your best friends. And that happens to be in real estate. The next milestone was, hey, be financially, mm, you know, independent from like anyone else. Right. We're not I'm not financially free, as they would say yet. But, you know, we we now pay ourselves through our business. So that was a huge milestone. I think when you talk about the whole life right like mind body spirit health all those things relationships i would say we're doing pretty good i can highlight a few things that are happening currently and maybe some gaps and where i'd like to go so we've a lot of like our partners we've all played sports and fitness is a part of the work day so that's like hey if, if i call sean he's at the gym fine you know i know he's gonna get back and do that because it's if you, without your health you're just you're, you're screwed period right and your health could be you know emotional mental physical sleep diet all that it's like a, it's a huge I mean, it's a whole another podcast right but i would say as as far as like what what helps me with that is one i'm just naturally goal oriented it's kind of in my dna and personality it's been in all my previous jobs you know there's always kind of a target and a scoreboard i'm monitoring i will say two big things that have helped me tremendously i'll say books and people so books some i think game changers there must reads are the power of now, just being in the present moment as much as possible. Uh, Miracle Morning, that changed my whole morning. We've talked back and forth about some Wim Hof stuff and getting high in your own supply suit through breath work. These things, they just shift how you think about things. And as you get older, you know, those are more noteworthy because you know some things. So I would say those are just a couple books to get started. You got to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Come on, that's like a guaranteed one. So you know, I could, I could go through the books. So the other thing is people, right? And I think around about like, you are who you surround yourself with, right? If you want to be good at golf, hang around with people that are really good at golf. If you want to be good at real estate, join a mastermind with a bunch of people that have made seven figures in this racket. You know, if you want to be really healthy, one of my other best friends owns a CrossFit box. So it's like, I think of all the things that I have that are really rocking in my life. And I attribute those to, I hang out with people that are naturally better than, than me at them. And I just catch a little residual, you know, right. I'm not the best golfer, but I'm getting better. I'm not the best CrossFitter getting better, not the best investor, but I'm getting better. So I, on the people side, I would say, you know, and you got to be willing to take some risks here, right? It's like, 
hey, Sean, man, I really like what you're doing. You know, you got to kind of put yourself out there and no one's going to do the work for you, but you can be aligned and share your goals with other people so they know how to best support you. And I've been very clear on those things with the people that are close within my inner circle. Yeah. So I, educating yourself, read, read as much as you can and educate yourself on, on what it is that you want to, to achieve. And not only, not, not only the things you specifically want to achieve, like you don't have to read real estate books all the time, but yeah. you want to, you want to look at books that are going to just help you perform better right. uh, physically, mentally, all those other things as well. And then the second thing you said, I think is network. So make sure you're, you're tuning up your network to have people in your life that are, that are pushing you towards your dreams and towards your goals and not pulling you back. Right. And, and have people that maybe are in those specializations of those areas that are helping you be better for yourself and, and sort of get, get those people in your network so that you're exposed to those things. Is that a good summary? That's a great summary. Okay. Great perfect. Summary. Good. Great. Well, I know you've got, I know you've got another uh, call going on. You've got a closing coming up, so I, I, I'll, I won't keep you any longer. Okay. But I want to say thanks. I really appreciate you coming on, Vic. You guys, I, I've loved watching you guys kind of grow through the business. And, you know, you, you're, you guys are cool guys. So it's been fun for me. I've tried to help as much as I can. I don't, I don't know if any of my advice has, has been helpful. You guys have helped me, actually. You know, I, I'm an older guy. So for me, being around young guys, it gives me that energy. You know, I like that energy. It helps me kind of be inspired. So, you know, when you're an old dog, you, get, you kind of get in a rut sometimes. So I try to be, I try to be innovative in my own life as much as, I, as much as I can. And seeing you guys kind of do that in your life, it, it helps me. It's, it inspires me to do the same thing. So, but anyway, yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for the kind note. And I'll just throw that back. You have helped us out in many ways, probably more than you think, right? Because when we're looking at your words, old dogs, it's like we're trying to become those guys as we get older, you know, and as we get more experience. So we're happy to bring all the energy and fire at this point. And then hopefully, you know, as we kind of get further down the road, we can surround ourselves with that next generation too, and they can provide that. So it's kind of a this, the circular. And I appreciate you having uh, me on the show individually, but I can't wait to come back with a whole group yeah. and talk about, you know, this kind of collective American dream, because the last little teaser I'll leave on you is we decided to move out of Athens, sold or rented our properties out. We're all getting RVs. So there's going to be a caravan of runway properties kind of tooling around America because we can't travel because COVID for our next chapter. So I think that's pretty American. I think that's about American dream as it gets. All you guys are doing the van life thing. Oh yeah, man. RV. I got a 36 foot 2007 Fleetwood Jamboree. So it's not like a little van. I mean, we're doing it right. You know, we're going to yeah. do it right. Yeah. So that's house. crazy. I'm so more to come on that. Maybe we can talk about it next time. Well, the one last thing. So I know you have a meetup there in Athens. Tell, tell everybody yeah. kind of if, if they want to get in touch with you guys and get, find out more about maybe investing in your business or joining the meetup and learning about how to do this themselves. How can they kind of reach you? Yeah. So you can find us all over social. I mean, myself, I'm at Vic Thompson underscore REI for real estate investor. Uh, you see, we have some gear here. that says zero gravity REI and that's our investor focused arms so for noobs or you know people that are experienced investors that just want to you know learn more about what we do our deals or have questions that started in athens but we've taken that virtually so we you know all of my i invite all my investor friends or anyone else that's open it's on bigger pockets that's also on instagram too zero gravity underscore rei those would be the best kind of places to get us okay great well, thanks a lot, Vic. I appreciate it. It's good to see you and good to talk to you. I'm glad we got a chance to catch up 
And yeah. uh, hopefully we'll have you guys all back on at the same time and yeah. uh, hear the whole collective story, okay? Yes, sir. Well, it's nice to see you, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate it. We'll see you later. All right. All right. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level American Dream. If you would like to learn more about what we talked about today, want to contact the team directly, or are interested in passively investing and being a part of our deal room, head over to our website at www.thompsonmultifamilygroup.com. Before you go, please leave a review. Your comments help us create more episodes for you to enjoy.